Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. To get the job done. Get it done. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. First of all, we're really happy to be here. Um, guys have played well through through two games. I think they're excited uh, to play an excellent UConn team. And, uh, you know, we had a good practice uh, yesterday, a good practice today. Guys are in good spirits and uh, looking forward to, to competing. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go into shell. We won't go into attack mode because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. Coverage of the 2023 NCAA Tournament live from Las Vegas is brought to you by Edwards Food Giant, The Meat People, and Saracen Casino Resort, Saracen Casino, and the Bet Saracen Sports Wagering app. Two hours down, one hour to go. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors broadcasting live from Las Vegas. Here getting you ready for the Sweet 16 matchup. Arkansas and UConn got Joe Franklin back in the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It's been fun getting everybody ready for this big matchup. Arkansas back in the Sweet 16 once again, third straight year. And they're going to be taking on a UConn Huskies team that has been really good this year. They are a four seed, but kind of like Arkansas, they're good enough to win the national championship as far as the talent that they have on the roster. They got as high as number two in the country they finished the regular season number 10 in the country, and they're looking to get to an, another Elite Eight for them as well. So it should be in a phenomenal matchup between two really talented teams, two really talented coaches. We know all about Arkansas, but let's learn a little bit about the UConn Huskies as we go to the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Outline and welcome in the voice of the UConn Huskies, Mike Crispino, joining us. And, Mike, we really appreciate you joining us, man. How are you doing this afternoon, and how's Vegas treating you? <laughs> It's great, John. The sun's out. It's warming up a little bit. It's uh, it's looking like Vegas is supposed to look. I'm look. I'm overlooking the swimming pool right now. You can't beat that. No, no, not at all. I, I'm overlooking a roller coaster here at the New York, New York. So I mean, it, it's just uh, everywhere you look, there's always going to be something pretty awesome to, to check out. And I know uh, you as well as the UConn basketball program. Excited to be here. Excited to be in the Sweet Sixteen. Excited to be in Vegas. And uh, it's been a really good season for UConn and uh, the success they had. So uh, just kind of walk us through what the expectation was like for UConn going into this year. Is this the team that everyone expected to see and getting to this point as far as the regular season goes? Just give us an overall summary of how you felt like the regular season went for UConn. Well, John, I don't know if anybody thought they would win 27 games. Uh, you know, start 14-0. and I think there was an indication out in Portland in the uh, the Phil Knight tournament out there, they won uh, by defeating uh, Alabama, Iowa State, and Oregon, that there was something going on here. The way they won the games, I think, was as much as anything. They won by double figures, and they've won by double figures 22 times this year. So, you know, they have been a, a very solid team since that 14-0 start. They had a lull in January where they lost three or four games on the road. They lost six of eight. And everyone kind of forgot about them. They went from number two down to as low as 20, 22, 24, 25. Uh, but they've regained their equilibrium here in the last uh, a month or so. And they're playing just the way they played in the early parts of the season, November, December. They were maybe one of the best teams in the country, depending on where you come from. So uh, you have to like what you're seeing if you're a UConn fan. But this game here today, this is going to be tough because Arkansas, we know their pedigree. We know what they've done in this tournament in the last two years, knocking off a number one back-to-back years, getting to the Elite Eight two straight years. I mean, you know, that's history. That's current history. UConn's had great history in the past with four national championships, 
they haven't been to the Sweet 16 in nine years. And so, you know, to get to their 12th Elite Eight, they're going to have to play a great game because uh, everyone understands what Arkansas is all about and what's gotten them where they are. Mike, you mentioned that lull that the team had in UConn um, in conference play. They lost five or six games. How did they deal with that that time and, and what got them through it? And how were they able to rebound and then go on a run where they won quite a few games after that? Well, I think Dan Hurley uh, figured it out in the sense that the schedule caught up to them. They had a lot of tough games on the road at Xavier, at Providence, uh, at Seton Hall. They lost at the buzzer when when a Seton Hall guy got lucky on an offensive rebound and it went in. Uh, and you start to doubt yourself. You start to say, well, well, how good are we, really, if we're losing all these games? But I thought he did an excellent job of keeping everybody's spirits up and but it, it got dicey. Let's face it. When you start going in a funk, and Arkansas went through that too, you start to wonder: Are we any good at all? You start to say, and Dan's pretty funny about these kind of things. He'll say, "I didn't know if we could win another game the way we were playing." Uh, you know, the bench wasn't producing anything. The uh, you know the starters' shooting percentages were down a little bit. Uh, they weren't defending the way they were in the opening fifteen games. So a lot of things were going wrong, but they were able to, to get it turned around, I think, just in time because, uh, you know, after losing at uh, losing at Xavier, uh, the 20, rather at home to Xavier, I'm sorry, at the end of January, that was a low point, I thought. Uh, Xavier came in, played a perfect road game, one by three. Uh, UConn started to get it back together a little bit after that, beating DePaul, Georgetown. They won big uh, against Marquette at home. They won big against Providence at home, and those those are two of the best teams in their conference. And that got their their you know mojo going again. So uh, you know, shooting the ball better, rebounding uh, what like they've done all year, and uh, and just disrupting people because they are a pretty good defensive team. Uh, UConn can hold teams down below forty percent shooting. They can hold teams below 30% from three. You do that often enough, you're going to win a bunch of games. And that's what they've been doing here over the last 13 games. 11 of them have been wins, and the only other two were one-possession losses. So, I mean, if the ball bounces their way at Creighton, maybe they win there. And and even in the Big East tournament, a two-point loss to Marquette when they had the last shot and they couldn't make it. So um, that's the way it's gone here in the last uh, six weeks or so, and they're in they're in a good place. But again, Arkansas, the kind of team they have and the year they've had, I, I think UConn has total respect for what they bring to the table. Speaking with Mike Crispino, the voice of the UConn Huskies here on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline, uh, I do want to talk about the matchup against Arkansas. But first, uh, talk to me about Sanago and what he's been able to do. I, I look at his numbers and his stats and everything. Hey, he's sitting over here. He, he's averaging 17 points a game. He's over seven rebounds a game, and he's six nine, two forty five. So I'm like, oh, okay, so he's probably not a three point shooter. No, he can shoot threes. He's shooting 35. percent Well, maybe he struggles at the free throw line. No, he shoots 78. percent So I'm, I'm looking at this guy. I'm like, where's his weakness? Where is it at? But uh, just looking at the numbers and everything, he's been a phenomenal player for UConn this year. Yeah, he has. Adama Sanogo's from uh, Bamako, Mali. He was actually a soccer player. Uh, just started playing hoop about maybe five, six years ago, ended up at the Patrick School in New Jersey. <clears throat> when Dan Hurley first saw him, you could see he had a, he had a, 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 a way about him and the way he understood basketball. Um, and so he's got great footwork because of his soccer background. He's got great touch. He's ambidextrous. He can score with his left hand, his right hand. Uh, he doesn't elevate, uh, you know, out of this world. He's not one of those guys. But he's got all the, the little shakes and shimmies and head fakes that can get guys off angles and, and allow him to score. So he's had two tremendous games in this tournament. I, I mean, I haven't seen him play like this. He, he About midway through the year, something clicked for him. And I think Dan Hurley got in his head a little bit and said, you got to be our best player. You have to be or we're not going anywhere. And he took that to heart. And uh, he has been shooting the ball extremely well. He's made some threes, like you said. He's making his free throws, and he is, you know, he's playing a little less than 30 minutes. He's not playing as much because of uh, Donovan Klingon, the freshman uh, backup center, has been coming in and giving uh, the Huskies tremendous backup play. I mean, he's been playing like 12 to 15 minutes a game and producing like crazy. I think that's given Sonogo 
a lot more juice in his legs because the last two years, UConn lost in the first round of the NCAA tournament, and Sonogo just didn't look like he had the energy. You know what I mean? He had carried the load quite a bit in the previous two years. But this year, with Klingon producing rebounds and points and blocked shots, Sonogo can sit down for 15 minutes a game, play 25 minutes a game, and I think that makes a huge difference for a guy like him. Does Sonogo and Klingon spend any time on the floor together, or is it always just substituting for one another? Not very often. You know, everyone asks me that in Connecticut. Like, why don't they play those two guys together? Because Klingon's a guy from Connecticut, local guy. Everyone loves him. He's got great personality and, and all the stuff that's going to make him a great player. But, you know, it's tough to put two guys like that together on the court at the same time unless one was a significant outside threat. Sonogo's been able to make threes. You mentioned it. And, and that's been a big uh, improvement in his game. But I think that, you know, the two of them on the court at the same time clogs things up a little bit. And against really athletic and quick forwards, they might have a little trouble guarding. So Dan's kind of stayed away from that. Dan Hurley, you know, I'm sure he's asked that question like every other game, it feels like. And, and he, always, he always lifts up in the air and goes, maybe. <laughs> but he hasn't really done that much of it. Uh, and they've been able to, you know, they've been able to get great uh, production from both guys. I mean, it's a two-headed monster, and you don't see that in college hoop anymore. Well, Mikey, you bring up the the Arkansas matchup, and I agree with you. I think that this is a phenomenal uh, matchup between two really good teams, two really good coaches. But just from uh, what you've been able to see and what you know about Arkansas, what do you make of them as a team, as well as Coach Eric Musselman, and how do you feel like it matches up against what UConn tries to do as a team? Well. It looks as if, and just reading about them and seeing them a few times now, they've got all these great athletes. I mean, their guards, uh, think about Anthony Black, who looks terrific. I can't wait to watch him play in person. I haven't seen him very much in person. Ricky Council and his production off the bench whenever he's in the game. Uh, obviously, Devontae Davis is, is playing fabulous in the in tournament play, doubling his averages. Uh, Makai Mitchell, to me, is, is a real threat among the big men uh, uh, for them. And, and the other thing that's impressive with, to me with Arkansas, they scored really well inside the arc. It, it's kind of a, a lost art in college basketball, and the pros too, obviously. You know, everyone wants to shoot three because it gives you an extra point every time you throw it in the bucket. But uh, their percentages inside the arc is, is well over 50%, and that to me is what makes them different because they're going to challenge you when they have the ball, and they're going to attack the rim, or they're going to pull up and make mid-range stuff. And if you don't defend that well, they're going to, they're going to put a run on you, and you're going to be in trouble. So uh, I, I just think that they, you know, Kamani Johnson's another really good player, I think, for their team. I think they do a lot of stuff that's a little bit different than some of these teams that are in this tournament, and uh, that's what makes them a major threat. And Eric Musselman, I mean, come on. At Arkansas, he's had a tremendous run. He was he was good coach at Nevada. Had a run in the NBA as well. Uh, he's got all that enthusiasm and energy, and and it's hard not to play hard for a guy like that. He's like Dan Hurley. They're they're really similar guys, I think. I mean, they they feel like players to me. <laughs> they treat everybody obviously like players. But you look at them and you go, man, that guy could play right now. He has that much energy and that much. Uh, that much juice to him when he gets uh, on the sideline. So I'm telling you, this is going to be a fabulous matchup. I can't wait for it. You have two players on the roster, Andre Johnson Jr. and Andre Jackson Jr. How much time do they spend on the floor together, and is that uh, at all get you mixed up any with the two of them, having such similar names? No, Andre Andre Johnson is basically a walk-on guy. He doesn't see much action. But Andre Jackson is the guy that's in his junior year. He's an upstate New York kid, came from the Albany area. He is, uh, he's an all-around linchpin kind of player. You look at the numbers and you go, well, that's not that special. He averages eight points a game or whatever it may be, seven rebounds, six assists. You'll see that every night from him. Lately, he's been scoring in double figures more. Uh, but he's great, just a great leader, a uh, great guy with a ball in his hands. He can turn, uh, you know, rebounds into transition baskets. He's an excellent defender. Anybody that has to go against him for 30, 40 minutes in a game is not going to be happy. Trust me. There, are, there have been a lot of guys that can really score it in the Big East who had to deal with him for an entire game, and they came out of it 
you know, not in a good place. So I think his defensive skills, his leadership ability, his athleticism is kind of otherworldly. And, you know, you've seen that with the Arkansas team. Some guys do stuff and you, you just go, wow, I can't believe he just did that. Well, we say that with Andre Jackson because some of the things he does are just, you know, coming off another planet. You can't believe what he just did. And it gets the team uh, juiced up and energized and, and gets him on a roll and gives him momentum. So he's a, he's a major player, even though the numbers don't maybe say that when you look at his numbers. Mike, I know, again, we're talking about Arkansas and UConn in this matchup and everything, and I know Arkansas is going to try to exploit whatever weakness they can. So you, you know this team. You talked about some of the stretches that they had and some of the throws they did have. So how does a team beat UConn? What, what are some of the things that uh, maybe UConn has not done very well at that has ended up costing them maybe in some of these games that Arkansas is probably going to try to look to exploit? Well, I think it's turnovers. Uh, UConn has had... They're one of the top teams in the country in assists. They got 17 and a half a game, but they've turned it over too much a lot of nights. And Dan Hurley is constantly, you know, getting into them about that because that can cost you. You know, if you just don't, you don't get possessions and they're empty and you turn it over and the other team can score off them, you're behind the eight ball. So I think turnovers is big. I know Arkansas is a, is a good turnover team. They force your hand. They take the ball away. Uh, and if they can do that to UConn, and score, you know, some transition baskets and get some offense off turnovers, then that's going to give Arkansas a better shot at winning this thing. So UConn's got to take care of the ball better. Uh, they did a good job against Iona, which is a high-pressure team in the first round. They only turned it over nine times. And uh, so when you're getting 18 assists and only nine turnovers, that's a two-to-one ratio, and that's a positive number. That's an excellent number to have. So I would look at that number tonight. If, if Arkansas is feeling the ball and they're good at that and they get it up the court and score off an easy transition basket, that's going to give their offense a real boost and that's going to be a problem for UConn. With the turnovers, um, is it at a rate that is concerning even in games that they've won and you're still aware of it, but the fact that they won the games, it kind of overrides it? Is that, is that the case also? Yeah, I think, what, you know what it is, John, when you're an aggressive team and you're trying stuff and you're attacking the rim and you're, you're trying to find, you know, teammates with, with backdoor cuts and things of that nature, you're going to get burned. You're going to make mistakes. I mean, I think that's part of the deal when you are an aggressive offensive team and you try to make stuff happen. So, you know, turnovers happen. And, and sometimes, you know, they get in the way. Obviously, if you turn it over too much, and the other team's able to score, if you give up points off turnovers, that can change the whole game. So I'm just looking back quickly. You know, they won uh, against Providence at the Big East Tournament, uh, and they had a huge lead in that game, but they turned it over in the second half and ended up with 18 turnovers, and it became a seven-point game. So, you know, things like that can happen. you got to take care of the ball, and I'm sure that's what Dan Hurley's preaching right now. Mike, uh, another thing, too, is just looking at the, going through the stats. I was so impressed to see that uh, UConn, number one in offensive rebounding percentage uh, as a team this year, and I know you alluded to it a little bit, but uh, Arkansas and some of the teams they played, Texas A&M was probably the closest one to being a, a great offensive rebounding team. I know size goes into it and all of that, but uh, is that something that is an identity of this team or an identity of a team by Coach uh, Hurley where they're able to do those things and, and make a difference? Like, What makes them so effective at getting offensive rebounds, not only effectively, but being the best team in the country able to do it? Yeah, I think it's you know, something Dan Hurley preaches. I think they've got the kind of players that can make that happen. You know, a seven foot two inch Donovan Klingon, uh, Adama Sonogo, who's, who's a solidly built guy that knows how to attack the offensive glass. Andre Jackson, who can jump out of the building. Uh, the guards, Jordan Hawkins is a good rebounder for a guard. He averages about four rebounds a game. Uh, Tristan Newton in the backcourt also rebounds. I mean, when you have guards who rebound, and I know you know this because Arkansas does it well, uh, when you have guards that are rebounding, that is a huge boost to the forwards because sometimes you get long rebounds. You get rebounds that come off strange angles, and all of a sudden somebody's got to come up with the ball, and if your guards are coming up with the ball, that's how your numbers go up. So Newton rebounds well, Hawkins rebounds well, Naheem Aline, who comes off the bench, he rebounds well. There's not a guy in that lineup that doesn't go after the ball when it's when it's thrown up off the glass or off the rim. 
Well, Mike, we really appreciate you joining us, man. I know it's going to be so much fun in this game. Hopefully it's a great game between two really great teams, especially here in Vegas. I know both teams are hoping that they stay for another day or two, but we really appreciate you hopping on. Good luck on the call tonight. Have fun in Vegas while you're here, man, and uh, good luck to the Huskies the rest of the way, all right? All right, John. Appreciate it. Good luck to you guys, all right. too. Absolutely. We appreciate it. Again, that was Mike Crispino, the voice of the Yukon Huskies, joining us on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Online. Just uh, uh, really good to hear from him and get an uh, idea of what to expect out of UConn and what to uh, expect out of the team that they had. And I think he put it really, really greatly and, and summed it up pretty well where uh, he says they have a lot of talents. They have uh, times where they look like one of the best teams in the country. But they, too, have weaknesses. They, too, have had struggles. They, too, have had some things go on that uh, they you know has either been out of, the, out of their uh, control or even out of the realm of what they've been trying to do as a team so uh but it seems like there's a lot of respect joe from from the yukon side of things to the arkansas side of things and vice versa where both these teams are really talented and that's what's going to make this such a great game thing about both these teams arkansas and yukon they both play in tough conferences they played tough competition all season they've been battle tested and that's kind of what you get this time of the year with uh two teams that play in some power conferences some really good basketball conferences and uh it's going to be a clash yeah, it is. It's going to be fun. Cannot wait. Just a few hours away, and it's going to get nasty down here in Vegas. Hopefully, Arkansas ends up being the cleaner one out of the pile and wind up winning, heading on to the Elite Eights. We are up against it, though. We'll take a commercial break. When we come back, we'll have some more of your messages and calls to respond to, 501-661-1037. Also, some other headlines, too, we'll dive into, and we'll keep it moving here on Out of Bounds Live from Las Vegas here on 1037 The Buzz. Stay with us. don't already have the Bet Saracen Sports Wager app? Download it today from the app stores or go to BetSaracen.com. Bet Saracen is Arkansas's favorite sports betting app. This is SportsCenter. The NCAA tournament returns tonight with a Sweet 16. Coverage of all the games can be heard on 106.7 Buzz 2 beginning at 5. Arkansas will take on UConn at 6.15. Coach Eric Musman spoke to the media yesterday and said rebounding would be an emphasis in the game. They're relentless on the glass for sure. You know, I, I think that our teams had nights where we're really, really good defensive rebounding because that's obviously, the, you know, the key is to try to keep them off the offensive glass. That's one of the defensive themes that we're trying to create with our team. Coverage of the game will begin at 5.30 on the buzz. Stay tuned after the game for the Guatney Automotive postgame show with John Neighbors and Wes Moore. The other games tonight will be Michigan State and Kansas State at 5.30, Tennessee versus FAU at 8, and Gonzaga versus UCLA at 8.45. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. From 67167, it's Trooper Colt Chipley and his partner Dirty Larry with the Arkansas Freeway Patrol. Quatney 3, we'll have a backup at the Gregory Street exit. 10-4, this is Trooper Shipley, we're on the scene. Well, it looks like that lady broke down trying to get to Quatney's sale. Did someone say sale? 0% interest on the 2022 Silverado is back, and Guatney Chevrolet has them in stock. Plus, no payments for three months. 2.9% APR available on Equinox. And remember, all pre-owned vehicles are good enough for mom. Here's my license, Dirty Larry. Now, I know what you're thinking. Do I feel lucky? I sure do. I'm trading for a new Silverado at 0%. Watney Chevrolet, 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville. Call 501-982-2102. WatneyChevrolet.com. Chevrolet, find new roads. All offers with approved credit. Big O Tires knows it's frustrating to jump through hoops. We hate them as much as you do. So we're bringing back our buy three, get one free sale. At Big O, we legitimately give you a free tire. We don't mark it up. We don't make you mail in a rebate. You honestly get a free tire. No hoops. Buy three, get one free. At the Big O Tire stores in Conway and Cabot. We have something for every vehicle. So save money today and get tight, service, straight talk at the Big O Tires in Conway and Cabot. For more than a century, Arkansans have come to Oaklawn to play, to bet, and to win. Now, we're coming to you. 
Introducing Oaklawn Sports, the new mobile betting app from Oaklawn. Bet anywhere in Arkansas. Download the app on Apple and Google Play and take advantage of first bet insurance up to $250. Oaklawn Sports, Arkansas's trusted brand. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. If you've got a birthday, anniversary, graduation, or other celebration coming up, you can celebrate your event in style with a private VIP section and bottle service at Brewskies. Each Brewskies VIP section comes with your own server, no line, no wait entry, and a complimentary bottle of champagne to get the party started only at Brewskies. This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. The party starts tonight, and the weekend is here. Karaoke at 9 p.m. every Thursday night, only at Brewskies. Or Nissan of Russellville has a special message for folks who may have a bad credit score due to financial hardships beyond their control. Y'all, we understand that bad things happen to good people, and we're here to help. We offer special financing and work closely with Credit Challenge customers to get them the vehicle they want and need. Get started today. Visit Or Nissan of Russellville and OrAutomall.com today. Get so much more with Or. Fire up the grill this summer with the highest quality of meats from Hogs Meat Market and their new location off JFK Boulevard in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Into the front court, Smith pull up for three, and it's good. Smith started running back down the floor the minute it left his hands. 26 for Nick Smith. On 103.7 The Buzz. Coverage of the 2023 NCAA Tournament live from Las Vegas is brought to you by Edwards Food Giant, The Meat People, and Saracen Casino Resort, Saracen Casino, and the Bet Saracen Sports Wagering app. Is out of bounds live from Las Vegas here, getting you ready for Arkansas UConn Sweet 16 matchup. And as a reminder, not only do we uh, have great sponsors of Edwards Food Giant and uh, the Saracen Casino Resort and Bet Saracen app, but also be sure to follow us on all of our social media 1037 The Buzz on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, and on YouTube, as we're going to have great behind the scenes content from what's going on here in Vegas. Get to hear some exclusive player interviews, uh, as well as some practices and everything, too. And hopefully we'll continue that throughout the rest of the week. So just a reminder for everybody to get on top of that and to do that. And uh, again, it's just been awesome to be here. Hopefully the journey continues on to Houston. If Arkansas is able to take care of business not only today, but in the Elite Eight game, making it to the first Final Four in a long time, well, they got to get by UConn today. So let's just do that uh, here at the first out. But uh, a few things, though. Before we uh, continue on and uh, get to some of your uh, messages and phone calls, uh, I did see, as far as uh, some headlines and dealing with the NFL, apparently the situation with Ezekiel Elliott and how he is no longer with the Cowboys, teams are going to be looking at him, and this is according to Adam Schefter, that he has now narrowed his options down to where he's going to play in 2023. It's either the Philadelphia Eagles, the New York Jets, or the Cincinnati Bengals. He says he would like to make his decision where to sign by the end of next week. And when he does sign with the team, it will likely be a new number than 21 that he wore for Cowboys in the past uh, seven seasons because he tweeted out that he wants his 15 back, which was the number he wore at Ohio State. So it looks like there's going to be three teams that are going to, at least uh, that Ezekiel Elliott's interested in and signing in. And all three of those teams are playoff contenders or would be playoff contenders uh, going into next season as well. It's good to see Zeke moving on and uh, narrowing it down, but the interesting thing is going to be what's the market for him. And you narrow it down by situation, but also money is a factor. So which team is going to come with the best deal and the best opportunity he feels like as far as playing time? Yeah, as far as those three teams go, which one do you think that uh, would be one he could be most effective on or the one that would need uh, him and his services, like, giving him the most help. Like, which one do you think would be the best fit of those three teams? Probably the Eagles with the way they run the ball, and and they run by committee. They don't necessarily have one running back that dominates at all times, and they just like to get everybody involved. So 
of those three, yeah, you would think the Eagles would be. But uh, the Bengals do have a need for a backup running back. They lost their backup running back, so that could be a good situation for them. Brees Hall with the Jets, he's coming back off injury. We know he'll be the starter, and he's earned that right. You just wonder how effective he'll be coming back from injury, and that could be a place for Zeke where he could actually help out. So all three are good, but we put the Eagles at the top, and then uh, with the Bengals, they have a need for a backup running back. So uh, if you know, you're know you putting it in order, Eagles, Bengals, then Jets. Yeah, imagine him going to the Eagles and just uh, how it would make Cowboys fans feel if he ended up having a great year and you know going and playing them twice, obviously, and having big games against them, too. That would be a pretty tough pill to swallow if that ended up happening. So I'm sure uh, Cowboys fans are probably not wanting him in the division, wanting him out of the division, but uh, they are one of three choices. So maybe, just maybe, uh, he'll end up playing in the same inside of the same division against a team that's uh, Super Bowl contending winning team without question. So uh, I guess we'll see how that goes. And according to him, find out early next week, or at least late next week at the latest. Uh, let's see. First Arkansas Bank and Trust text line. I had a few people that have been texting in today. This comes from uh, Preston Texarkana. It says, for all the Arkansas fans going to or in Las Vegas, Rolling Smoke Barbecue in Las Vegas is owned by two brothers from Magnolia. Lots of Razorback stuff displayed there. When you get there, call the Hogs, and you're given a 10% discount. The barbecue is amazing. They're located just off the strip on Highland Drive. Yeah, I've heard of that place, Preston. I've heard of that, and a lot of Razorback fans made the trip over there, too. And it's been an awesome thing for those guys, I'm sure. Uh, you know, never having really Arkansas-related stuff in their town. And then, you know, to get the opportunity here, uh, that's a pretty cool thing. And I hear the barbecue's really good. So One of the yeah, brothers actually little, called uh, in the drive time it. yesterday and invited people that were in town to come by. Oh, how about that? Very nice. Very nice. Uh, also, let's see, uh, this is uh, coming from the 479 when we were talking about uh, UConn and playing uh, not as many high-major opponents as Arkansas. Uh, he was saying that uh, I was considering the rhythm and the flow of the season and postseason, just trying to find some little glimmers to, of hope to cling to, uh, and I'm, which I get. I can understand and respect that, too. But you know, at, at the end of the day, these two teams, they're all set. They're all ready. They're, they're, they're going to be uh, really – I mean, they're already talented, and both of them are talented enough to win a championship, too. But, you know, once you have that many days in between games and considering some of the teams when we had Mike Crispino on, the voice of UConn, and going through their schedule. I mean, not only did they play in a, in a very, very, very tough conference, the uh, kind of teams like Creighton and Marquette and Xavier, teams that uh, two of those teams being in the Sweet 16 right now, and one of them was a two seed in Marquette. Uh, you know, you just you see that, and then you add into the mix of going and playing a team like Bam in the non conference and winning that game, too. There's no doubt that UConn has been plenty tested. They're plenty ready for Arkansas, but uh, I love how Crispino, Mike Crispino, was. Also saying that uh, he's excited about the matchup because it sounded like he feels like Arkansas might be one of the most talented teams overall and toughest teams overall that UConn's going to be facing this year, which is saying something considering their schedule. Yeah, definitely. And uh, it, it's, you know, it still goes back to you're playing this time of year, 16 teams left. So the next opponent, it's still always going to be the toughest opponent when you see um, how they kind of line up on paper and how the teams look. It's always going to be the case because you're worried about that next game more so than anybody else. And then uh, also from the first Arkansas Pantress text line comes from the 903. It says, I would put Bengals at one for Zeke. He played for Ohio State, so it would be kind of like a homecoming for him. Maybe, but uh, it's not necessarily where he's from. But, uh, yeah, he did play at Ohio State, so there could be something to that, and that may factor into why he's even thinking about going there to begin with. Yeah, and then you have, uh, of course, uh, being, having Joe Burrow there, which we know he made uh, the most of his success when he was at LSU, but also a guy who played at Ohio State and uh, had the connections there to the state of Ohio. So, yeah, maybe there'll be something to that. But either way, those three teams, no matter where he ends up, is going to be teams that are going to have high-quality quarterback play. So, uh, but, yeah, we'll uh, see how that plays out. So I, I'm, I know it's uh, NFL free uh, getting ready for the NFL draft and, and everything coming up there, too, and, course uh, the NBA in the middle of the season as well but it's just amazing like you know I, I was talking Joe to Matt Moscona who does LSU uh, everything down there on radio at ESPN Baton Rouge and, and ESPN New Orleans and he was just laughing about it because he's like so how 
how much of uh, everybody there in Arkansas been talking about this basketball run and team and everything. I was like, man, this is just, I mean, it's been everything. It's been all the talk, all the rage, all the excitement and all that. I was like, and then he's like, yeah, well, he's like, well, we've been, We've been talking spring football and in a little bit of, uh, of the baseball team too, with the number one team. I was like, you know what? Isn't that crazy that you know you think that you get so wrapped up in basketball, basketball, basketball because your team's a part of it. But if your team's not a part of it, you know, it's like you know, right now it just changes the game for as far as what you're approaching and doing things. And I say we're very fortunate to have basketball, but uh, to think that you know, like spring football, I don't even think we've talked much about it. Maybe we should have talked more about it, but. That's not really where uh, people's interest are at right now, man. It's nice to have it all in kind of in one spot in the state of Arkansas being in this Razorback basketball team. It is an afterthought. And uh, if you're playing this time of the year and you can make football an afterthought as far as spring practices go, it is a great thing. So it's, it's always uh, good when basketball team's doing good, baseball team's doing good, and you don't have to have that focus onto football. And then also, Steve says on the first Arkansas Bank and Trust text line, he says, what do you all think about the over-under being at 139.5 for the game? Uh, Steve, I, I think I know we talked about it, but I, I like the under. Uh, I, I know that it's tough to really gauge in the NCAA tournaments you know, what's going to be high scoring and what's not going to be. And you think if you look at particular teams, you can get a good idea of maybe, all right, well, is this, you know, if I Tennessee, for instance, uh, they're a very, very low-scoring team, great defensively, so maybe you always look at the unders there. But uh, you're talking about two teams with Arkansas and UConn that average 78 and 74 points respectively. So they can score, but then you think of the defense, Arkansas has given up only 67 points a game, and UConn's 59. So something's going to give. It, it, it could be high-scoring, but I think just the low-scoring and betting the under might be the move if you're uh, going on to bet Saracen and trying to check that out. Yeah, hopefully that is the case. And uh, maybe we can get an under where Arkansas gets a 10-point win and still get the under. How about that? Yeah, let's uh, just win it all. Let's just get all of that, too. Which uh, I told the guys on the zone today, uh, last night, or, or maybe I should say this morning, kind of depending on the time, but uh, I put $200 down on the Hogs here in Vegas, Joe. I put 200 bucks on them. At the, I got them at plus four and a half. So, obviously, I'd rather them win than just simply lose by three or so. But uh, I'm feeling good about it. I know we're going to get into uh, three and out and probably our final predictions. But, uh, yeah, I, I put some money down on the Hogs here in Vegas. and just makes me wonder how many people here in Vegas have done the same thing going to the different sports books around here. Oh, there, there's a lot of action going around the city. That That's what the city is, city that never sleeps. So, You'll run into uh, some of everyone there, and that's what they're getting into. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's been one of the coolest parts is just seeing all the, the casinos and different sports books and uh, the people that are really intense by it. And, you know, I got walked by a few tables, like the high-stakes tables and all of that, for whether it's uh, blackjack and whatnot, and the intensity and, and the inner and just the, the focus. I feel like I'm at, like, the, the World Series of Poker or something like that. And then there's the other ones where it's like the dollar – you know, minimum bets, and they're just over there having a good time drinking it up. So it's it's fun, though. It's fun, man. And, again, it's, it's been an awesome trip to Vegas, and hopefully it continues on. But it's definitely, if you've never been, and this is my first time, if you've never been, it's worth all the hype. That is for sure. And so uh, hopefully, uh, and I'm sure that, hey, listen, if Arkansas wins today, too, I'm sure there will be a lot more fans saying, all right, let's go Saturday then. Let's, let's go for that Elite Eight game and check it out there, too. But either way, it's been an awesome trip. Again, can't thank everybody involved with uh with making the coverage here possible and also of course thank you to our sponsors of saracen casino resort bet saracen edwards food giant thank you so much we'll take our final break when we come back three and out and get you ready for drive time sports all coming up next This is Pat Bradley from Motorsports Authority with two big locations in Russellville and Hot Springs. They're stacking them deep and selling them cheap. Come shop a huge selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. These vehicles are local one-owner trades with low miles. Safe and fun. we got something for the whole family. Plus, at MSA, we let you do it your way. You can lift it, tint it, wrench it, or wheel it. Customize your vehicle your way. Come see us today. Motorsports Authority in Russellville, across from Walmart, or Central Ave in Hot Springs, or shop us online at msastore.com. 
Play the Multiply Your Family of Scratch-Off Tickets and win big with the Arkansas Scholarship Lottery. Multiply your winnings 10 times, 20 times, up to 200 times. Ticket prices range from $1 to $20 and top prizes from five grand up to half a million dollars. Arkansas Scratch-Off players win more than a million bucks every day. You could be next. Look for the X to play, scratch, and win. Call 1-800-522-4700 for Problem Gambling Helpline. In a Red River Ram, the days of no inventory and no discount is over. Because we've got your new Ram 1500 Bighorn truck starting at $8,000 off MSRP. Brian Mitch said $8,000 off. Why does he do this? I tell him, ask me first for you to do something crazy like that. So for the largest inventory in the state, and the biggest discounts around, make that beautiful drive right here to Heber Springs. Or check us out on the web at RedRiverRam.com. They're in Ram Truck Mom. Hey, sports fans, it's JR from JRWins.com. And guys, I could not be more excited about this huge matchup between UConn and Arkansas, two storied college basketball universities going head-to-head in the madness. And I'm going to give you this winner right now. I've broken it all down. It's absolutely free. And it's sitting on my famous 30-second recorded message. Call this number, 800-499-3733. That's 800-499-3733. Call 800-499-3733. The point spread winner of Arkansas-Yukon is absolutely free right now on tape. Call the number, no obligation, 800-499-3733. Call the number, no obligation, 800-499-3733. That's 800-499-3733. That's 800-499-FREE. Every day, we do one thing, and we do it at the highest level. We formed Arkansas Urology more than 25 years ago. And ever since, our world-class team has gained experience and expertise in every aspect of urology. Today, you'll find our state-of-the-art facilities across Arkansas, where the latest technologies are used in innovative ways by skilled specialists who are dedicated to one thing, improving lives every day. Schedule your appointment at ArkansasUrology.com. We've been trying to reach you about the extended warranty on the car you haven't owned for six years. Are you tired of these calls? Ever wonder how they started? There's a good chance when you bought that car, the dealer sold your info to a third party. Things aren't that way at Watney Buick GMC. Protecting your privacy is just one of our promises to you. You'll even get it in writing. Right now, take advantage of 2.9% on Sierra 1500. Equipped with the new Duramax engine. With more available torque and better mileage than the 5.3. New Buicks with no payments for 90 days. Watney Buick GMC. Great rates, delayed payments, and no robocalls. Hello? Your extended warranty is about to expire. Take me off your list. I'm trading at Guatney. 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. Call 945-4444. GuatneyBuickGMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. Guatney for Buick. Guatney for GMC. Guatney for life. All offers with approved credit. It's not just about the size of the meat, it's about where you get it from. So get it from Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. Kane is in the building. Their time is done. It's over. Over? Did you say over? Nonsense. I've not yet begun to defile myself. Call Kenny Loggins because you're in the danger zone. I play real sports. I'm trying to be the best at exercising. It's time for three and out. It's been three hours and we are... Boom. Out of here. All right, it is time for three and out. A few headlines, a few storylines, a few things that we got to dive into. And folks, just when you thought it was gone for good, Guani Chevrolet has brought back 0% financing on 2022 Silverados. And those 1500s that are equipped with the Turbo Max engine, 5.3 engine. They also have several of these Silverados in stock. So if you're looking to buy, now is the time. They're still buying cars as well. So if you're trying to trade something in or get a little extra cash on the side, they got that too. And they have right there... In the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville, 
Guani's Buyers, to take a look, make you an offer on the spot. It's that easy. And they also have great deals not only on the Chevy Silverados, but also on the new Equinox 2.9% financing with GM and well-qualified buyer, as well as pre-owned vehicles good enough for mom, which we know what that means. You're not going to buy a vehicle for your mom unless it's drivable and safe and reliable. Well, they got plenty of them there. So if it's for mom or for yourself, just know it's good enough for her, too, if she decided to drive it. And it's all at Guatney Chevrolet, Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. You can find them on the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville, 1300 White TP White Drive. And check them out today, Guatney Chevrolet and GuatneyChevrolet.com. See, we have a few things, though, that we will be jumping into, which we know that uh, with Arkansas and UConn going to be facing off. I thought this was a story. Z, Coach Z alluded to it a little bit earlier in the show, but uh, this is the story about UConn and having to switch team hotels. Well, the reason that they had to switch is because the hotel rooms they were in were reportedly covered in vomit and dirt. I'm not making that up. It says when they arrived, they found several rooms in awful condition. Uh, they had a lot of uh, partying, apparently, the night before, and nothing was cleaned up. And the NCAA helped uh, book a different hotel, a high-level hotel that happened to be nearby. But, man, oh, man, it ended up being at the Luxor uh, Hotel is what the reports ended up saying. So how about that? That's pretty impressive, pretty wild. But Vegas, man, it'll get you every single time. But surely you can at least count on clean hotel rooms. But maybe, just maybe, as Zeev alluded to, you can have some sort of negative pack there on UConn. The coaching carousel and dominoes continue to fall. Kim English goes from George Mason to Providence to replace Ed Cooley, who went from Providence to Georgetown. So we're seeing a lot of that happen as the NCAA tournament winds down. You have less teams playing, and you see that coaching changes are being made as coaches are moving to different schools, and the replacements are coming in for them. So Kim English, the latest, going from George Mason to Providence on a six-year deal. Now, I know Joe Lenardi is a great guy at Bracketology. We had him on several times on the show this year. He's awesome. We love having him on. He's great. He's energized. He's fun. But he, he's got to relax, though, because uh, even the, before this tournament is already over on ESPN2 uh, during a broadcast during the NIT, he had already put out a way-too-early 2024 NCAA tournament bracket that not only has all of the seeds one through four. Unfortunately, Arkansas was not in there into the mix did have Alabama, Tennessee, Kentucky, Arizona, UConn, Duke, a lot of those teams into the mix. But even when it's so far as to say the first team out was Texas A&M, which I died laughing at that because I'm like, of course they are. But, okay, listen, here's the thing, Joe. I get it's your job. I get you're about content. I get you're about putting it in that next level. But you don't even know what these teams are going to look like next year, my man. This, team, this season's not even over yet. And so what are you basing it on? What are you, what are you basing it on what you think it will be, I guess? But, man... Talk about the earliest of early birds, Joe Lenardi getting after it and already putting out his way-too-early bracketology for 2024. WBC, we saw it end with Japan getting the win over USA 3-2, and there were some injuries that were highlighted throughout the World Baseball Classic. Adam Wainwright, he's going to begin the season on the IL, and it's likely he'll be out several weeks. He was injured in the WBC. He's dealing with a groin strain, so... Cardinals fans and the Cards team, they're going to be dealing uh, without Adam Wainwright in the lineup for, it's several, said to be for several weeks. You know that Vegas is a place where a lot of craziness happens, a lot of adventure and thrill end up happening, but uh, no, I don't want any part of this because in Thailand, there was a moment caught on video where a tourist was going bungee jumping, and as they were jumping off, the bungee cord snapped. And he's a 39-year-old man that was a two-story jump, barely escaped death. Uh, he didn't reveal his first name or anything like that, but he decided to go. He says, I, it was really high up, so I closed my eyes. I plan to open my eyes again when I bounce back up. I realized the cord snapped when I opened my eyes, and I was surrounded by water. There was water underneath. He says, I landed on my left side, so the injuries were more serious there. If it was, a, if it was as if someone just beat me up real bad, he will be fine. He will end up. Uh, being okay at the end of it, but man, that's just one of those scary moments that you just want no part of. Cristiano Ronaldo now has the record number of caps for international football, and that's the number of games. He made his 197th appearance for Portugal, and this uh, is key information and key to Cristiano Ronaldo because he was shut down at the end of the World Cup. He actually would have broken the record then. He didn't get a chance to at the World Cup 
in Qatar. But now he has officially broken the record for the most caps by a men's football player in international football. So I saw this story with, uh, speaking of Chevy and uh, some of the vehicles that they have with Guadney Chevrolet. Well, apparently uh, the Chevy Camaro is officially being discontinued. General Motors had officially announced that it may not be uh, gone for too long, though. They may be returning it in some form or some fashion. People speculating maybe as an electric car. But uh, after the 2024 models end up uh, having bad sales or sales have been dropped, the last one will roll off the production line in January. And it might be making a comeback. So for those of you who are looking to buy a Camaro or thought that the Camaro was the vehicle, GM's going to be discontinuing it. But, again, be on the lookout because it may return in as an electric car. Jake Paul, Lindsay Lohan, Neo, and Lil Yachty are a few of celebrities. There were uh, a few more there, but they were hit with charges from the SEC, and it was for touting crypto, and they've agreed to pay out a total of 400000 And uh, this happens sometimes when they're actually advertising crypto on social media and there are certain laws that you have to follow. And apparently they've broken some of these laws and they have to pay some of that money because of breaking the laws. Now, I know that people are in their audience that are probably uh, coffee drinkers and maybe some of you like to go buy it, but some of you like to just brew it yourself. Maybe you have a Keurig at home or whatever. Well... Don't worry anymore because now, not only is coffee becoming in the powder form, powdered beer is something that now exists. You just mix it with water and you stir. It's a German brewery that came up with it and plans to start selling it just in a few months. And they claim that it tastes just like regular beer. I have my speculations on that. I think there's no way that's possible. But when it comes to Germans, as we learned from the movie Beer Fest... You can't take anything out of their entire creativity when it comes to brewing beer. So maybe, just maybe, it'll be pretty good. Dick Van Dyke was involved in a car crash, and he suffered minor injuries. He's 97 years old. He lives in Malibu, and he was in the area. Now, weather conditions, it, it contributed to the crash itself. He uh, crashed his car into a gate, but only suffered minor injuries. It's good to see that he's expected to make a great recovery at 97 years old. All right, Joe, we just got about 30 seconds. Today, Arkansas-UConn, what's your prediction? Arkansas gets the win. They're going to get the win and uh, move on to the Elite Eight once again. I like it. I think the same. I say 68-64, low-scoring game, bet the under, Hogs get the victory, and they move on to the Elite Eight. Appreciate everybody listening in Out of Bounds today. For Joe Franklin, I'm John Neighbor. Same sports show, same sports channel tomorrow afternoon. Stay tuned, folks. we got Drive Time Sports coming up next. Bank OZK has always strived for excellence. During every economic storm, through every season of hardship, and despite every obstacle, we've reached for greater. Because we know to achieve excellence, you've got to keep pushing, keep building, keep growing, and just keep going. At Bank OZK, we're reaching for greater heights so you can be greater than you can imagine. Visit a branch or OZK.com today. Bank OZK. Greater 